And he's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, what the fuck? This is this weighs a fucking ton. And he was like, yeah, I know. Verbatim, that's what Tien said. He said, what the fuck? Yeah, he said, what the fuck? It's funny. Cheerio! It's Nick with Anime Summit Podcast. Sam is a little sick, so I'm doing the intro today. Sam, would you like to introduce? I'm your dying. Si- your sickliness? I'm dying. Sam's dying. I actually feel a little better today, but yeah. I'm going to sound pretty hoarse throughout the whole episode. And next, we also have Danny back on the pod. I'm back. I was hoping you guys I'm would back. quote Katana Gatri. I wrote them down there for you. Well, I, w- I mean, quoted them. I was going to. People die. People die when they get killed. That's not from Katana Gatri, though. Yeah, it is, <laughs> though. He's, they said it in there. He said it. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, she, uh, Shinichi. I keep wanting to call him Shinichi. That's fucking Parasite. <laughs> Shichiki? Shichika. Or Shichika. Shichika. I was gonna uh, say something. On the doctor. I was gonna. I'll make you fall for me. I was gonna say something. However, by that point, you would have been torn to pieces. So I was just like, <laughs> "Oh, you know what I should. You know what I should have done is been like, Sam would introduce herself, but by how by that point, you'd be torn to pieces." So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could start over if you guys want. Otherwise, I could just no, keep dude, going. leave it. It's funny. I just just pretend it. I said that. It's just fine. Pretend Nick said that, you guys. Yeah. Hey, everyone, shut up. Pretend Nick said Edit that. Edit that in to make me sound smart, Sam. All right. Okay. I got it. I so got yeah, you. this week we are reviewing Katanagatari from 2010 as a part of our anime spotlight tour of the uh, the decade of anime from the 2010s. This is our second in the series. Our first one was Tatami Galaxy. Me and Sam reviewed that one a little a little while back. So now and we're then, doing Katanagatari, and then we do it monthly. So like next month will be. 2011 a 2011 show and the month after that will be a 2011 show and then yeah, yeah. we're doing uh 12 and all so we're, we're gonna end up with one from 2015 and like three from one of the other years but anyway we'll announce those as they come um much like katana Gatri, we do one per month so that was a great segue speaking of katana Gatri, which we were already talking about see i didn't know that until we started watching it was that it was i didn't either it started in January 2010 and ended December 20. Because, like, at the end of every episode, the narrator is like, this yeah, is the, the old end lady? Of, yeah, this is the end of this story in for this, this place, month. In this time, in this month, this we month end. And the, I take my Metamucil. Your Metamucil. <laughs> the, yeah. So, like, I guess it was, like, a monthly. So, the episodes are 12. There's 12 apps, and they're hour long. So it's yeah, like forty. I, it's like fifty minutes. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna tell you right now, I, if I had to watch that monthly on TV like that, I would have died. You just I, gotta make it an event. I rather would have binged it. I know I can imagine doing something like that, like having friends over every month to watch. It. It's like guys, what are we doing for? Who's bringing the Doritos? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like anyway, who's bringing the Haterade? Do you want the, do you want the blue Pop Tart flavored Haterade? Yeah, shout out to Sen. She posted, or was that Sen who posted that? Someone posted. I, I, somebody did. Yeah, it was like uh, like Photoshop fake blue Gatorade pop tart flavor. I would eat it. I, I would. I like literally Gatorade. will try that. I I'll bet it tastes it. good. I bet let's, it flows out of the pop tart like Gatorade. Let's make it happen. Uh, no, like uh, Katana Gatorade, dude. 
it's not part of the Bakke Mono series or nothing like that. But like, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the information in a little bit once we start oh, yeah. the real topic. Um, but in the meantime, our contact info. Links.anime summit. That's what it is. God, I forgot already. Um, <laughs> I'm real bad at this. Links.anime summit. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. Obviously, if you're listening to this on uh, any kind of podcast feed, we're there as well. So check it out. We are yeah. posting. We're trying to post daily Twitter memes. I'm trying to trying to get that going. So sometimes I get lazy and just retweet something, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, hey, retweet us. Follow us tweet. on Twitter. Join our Discord. Retweet Just Google tweet, Anime Summit man. Discord. Yeah, Get you'll find everything at links.animesummit.net. And uh, yeah, it's pretty great. Pretty great. So next, uh, let's let's get into the <laughs> my crappy transitions. I'm just like, <laughs> next topic is uh, the waifu husbando. All right. Well. I'm fumbling around because I don't normally do this. The two main characters, obviously. Have yeah, to be no the shit. Waifu husbando. <laughs> So the waifu is Togame, the strategist, and the husbando is Shichika, the seventh head of Kyotoryu, the special sword technique. Kyotoryu. Can you imagine that? Knowing that arts, that martial arts style, and just cutting everyone with your body, with your bare hands, with your what just if like you found a way cutting them with your fist? What if I found a way? No, you don't understand. Listen to me for a minute. What if? What if I found a way? To use Kyoto Ryu with my belly. I just <laughs> swing my belly. You're like what the, the, the kid from My Hero with the <clears throat> fucking belly bean button? Yeah, like I swing my belly beam. like I'm doing a 360, except my belly's out. And then it just it just cuts <laughs> you, your torso in half. Is there <laughs> is there a Street Fighter character like that? Mm, I know, Rufus. Is like a big guy? Rufus did that. Rufus was like this about. really fat, round... Really, really fat, round guy, but the reason why he was awesome was because he could flip around like he was like really flexible. Anyway, <laughs> I just now I'm just imagining him doing the uh, Chun Li kick, but with his belly. Oh my god! Where he's like doing like fifty kicks in a row. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but what if I could do that though? What if you were like go. super tall and I did that and I just cut your 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 weenus, your wiener off? Yeah, I wouldn't be mad because I'd be tall then. worth it damn hashtag worth but yeah no shichika togame shout out shout out this is a great pairing by the way um they're very reminiscent of holo and lawrence from spice and wolf in a different setting with slightly different mannerisms but i I can kind of see that yeah yeah they they got a lot of back and forth going a little bit of it's like uh well i wouldn't say okabe and um Oh God! What's her name? The redheaded girl from Science Gate. Kurisu. That's Kurisu, it. Yeah. yeah. I remember Kurisu because the, one of the guys on Discord is named that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's quite like that because they're because Shichika is, is relatively dumb, or he's just kind of ignorant. He's not dumb. He doesn't. He doesn't understand because he's lived on an island his whole life. He was isolated on an island for like what? 20 years. 16 years. I think they're all like yeah, 20. 20 they're years. both like 20-ish. Yeah, I think he's like, yeah. He's like She's 20. 20, I think. And then uh, he said in one episode, he's like, I think I'm like 24, 25. He doesn't know for sure. And then he said, I know like you're 14. younger than me, though, is what he said. 
but yeah. she always gets upset at how or how or people telling her how young she looks because she's like, I'm not a child, you know, like especially when spoilers, her hair gets cut. Oh, oh God, Nick, we're gonna have to bleep that, that out dude? some. <laughs> why'd you say that, dude? Save that for the spoiler talk, Nick. Jeez, why'd you say that? <laughs> why? But yeah, the wife and husband, uh, obviously the main characters. Um, Katana Gatari. So let's just let's just jump right in. Katana right. Gatari. Give us give a us 2010 synopsis. anime. Here's the basic information. Uh, anime aired in 2010. Studio White Fox, based on a light novel by Nisio Eason, who is the uh, the famous author of the Monogatari series, which you'll be hearing about later in our top of the decade. <laughs> um, it'll be somewhere on there. And Monogatari is known for like being very verbose and wordy and um, avant-garde with like these crazy scenarios and characters just talking, 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 lots of exposition, but at the same time, it's very engaging. Katanagatari is somewhat similar to that, but in a smaller package. Because Monogatari is, it's like many, many volumes, and the anime is like 100 plus episodes. So Katanagatari is is only about, I mean, if you if you narrowed it down to be about 24 episodes of like a regular length anime, but it's 12 of double length. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Just packed. A, produced by Aniplex and NIS America, which I believe... They produced the uh, physical release in 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 America. Unfortunately, those are very expensive right now. So if you wanted to own Katana Gatari, it'd be like two hundred bucks. Wait, really? Plus, yeah. And it's not even on any legal streaming platforms in North America. Um, so you'll have to use secret Netflix if you want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that now. Secret Netflix. <laughs> secret Netflix. Um, the eye emoji, but yeah, that. I mean, look, this is one of those scenarios where, like, if it's not, if there's not a legal alternative or like anything viable, then what are you supposed to do? You know, you can't just hide yeah, under a rock. Is, this is a weird one, yeah. Is it because it's like Evangelion used to be? It's the same exact scenario. Yeah, where Evangelion was just like in streaming limbo forever, and no one had it, and it's just like yeah. And if you wanted to own it, it'd be two, three hundred bucks. So you had to um, go, you had to go to like some pawn shop and find like the the crappy box set or crappy DVD box set or something if they had it. But like, luckily I have the, the big black yeah. box of Evangelion. Anyway, sorry. Luckily we have secret Netflix nowadays. Luckily we have secret. <laughs> we have um, Netflix. Yeah. So white Fox was the studio. I mentioned that already. Well, they did it like directed uh, by uh, Steins gate and all that white Fox. I believe they did Steins gate. Yeah. They did, um, Akigami kill, Akami got killed, sorry. ReZero, Steins Gate, Devil's a Part-Timer, Goblin Slayer from the other season. Oh, Goblin A bunch of stuff. Slayer. Yeah. Um, they, they generally do a pretty good job of, of animation. They're I would say they're above average in that in that area. I, yeah, I, I agree. Ooh, is the Order of Rabbit. The greatest White Fox show of all time. <laughs> I haven't um, seen it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. That's just a cute girls drinking coffee show. That's all it is. So. Oh, really? I discovered it when uh, when when Demo D used to post YouTube videos. He had the the coffee green tea meme, where she's just like coffee, green coffee. tea. Coffee, yeah, coffee. <laughs> and they repeat it like five times. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show. There's a there's a rabbit on Chino's head. Um, so yeah, White Fox. This, the director was Keitaro Motonaga. He also directed 
a number of other shows and helped with helped with those. He did uh, Data Live, the masterpiece that is Conception, <laughs> which we all hated. Digimon Adventure Try, Jorman Gun. He helped with Magical Knight Ray Earth, and Data then, Live. Yeah, I oh, think that's dude. the one where the guy has to like bang a bunch of chicks or something. Dude, he directed the Digimon movies, the Digimon yeah, Adventure Try movies. That's awesome. And then his crowning achievement, even over Katana Gatari, School Days. Oh, God. We know it. We love it. <laughs> you love it. You love it. Oh, man. So good. So good. He, Dude, this guy's got a huge. He helped with Legend resume. of the Galactic Heroes, too. He didn't, he didn't uh, direct the whole thing, but he, like, helped out with it. I'm talking just as, like, as a director. He's got a huge. It makes sense. That he did Digimon Adventure Try, knowing what he did with Katana Gatari, like for real, like that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So uh, yeah, pretty pretty decent director, I'd, I'd say so. Uh, not not quite on the level of like the Shaft shows or Masaki Wasa, I would say. Mm. Um, <coughs> Katana Gatari's like visual strengths, in my opinion, are more based on the on like the backgrounds and the style of it and the colors. I love the, the style. Then, like the directing itself or the choreography. Yeah, um, yeah. So, like, basically, Katanagatari is like Monogatari light because it doesn't have the shaft aesthetic. It doesn't have the shaft like head tilts and just extremely inventive, uh, you know, shot composition. But it doesn't matter. It's fine. Like you don't necessarily need that for every show. Um, I'm mm-hmm. kind of thankful we don't have it in every show because it's <laughs> it's like a, it's like. It it's tough to watch some shaft shows because of that. They just go like so overboard. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Katana Gatari. That's the basic information. Um. What is Katana Gatari? You may be asking. Well, let me tell you. Tell us, Nick. Tell <laughs> us, Nick. It loosely translates to sword story, Katana Gatari. Am I right? There we go. Sword story. It's a. Story of Yasuri Shichika, a swordsman who fights with no sword, and Togame, an ambitious strategist who seeks to collect 12 legendary swords for the shogunate. The son of an exiled war hero, Shichika is the seventh head of the Kyoturu School of Fighting and lives on isolated Fusho Island with his elder sister, Nanami. Or Nanami. At, the end, or at the request of Togame, Shichika sets out on a journey across Edo-era Japan to locate the Deviant Blades, all wielded by formidable opponents. But in order to... Pr- but in order to prove his loyalty to Togame, who has been betrayed before and relies on neither money nor honor, Shichika must fall in love. So I took that from Wikipedia. I liked their... <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I was reading it because I was stumbling over it, but I liked their description better than some of the other sites. Um, that's like the basic gist of it. It's it's pretty episodic. They Every episode is one sword, or they battle one one of the uh, swordsmen to to gain to either break or um I don't think he breaks the swords yet but he like they capture the swords yeah he is like he's pokemon he's told he's told not to break them uh so togame is, works for the shogunate and she's the shogunate has ordered to gather all the swords the the swords are made by uh oh yeah they're made by a famous uh blacksmith or swordsmith Crap, I forgot his fucking name. They're crafted made... by Kiki Shikizaki, yeah. a reclusive swordsmith. Shikizaki Kiki. Yeah. He... Apparently he had done like it took him like a thousand tries to create these twelve blades. Yeah, he made a thousand of them 
but these 12 in particular are the ones that matter. And it said that he only made the first 988 just to make these 12. Yeah, like those are like practice. All, yeah, they're all like throwaways. Like he's like, oh, okay. So kind like of like he, our podcast. So once we get to episode 989, <laughs> we'll finally be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. No, it has to be it has to be nine nine nine. Has to be nine 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 nine. Nine, has to be nine, Galaxy nine. Express nine nine nine. Here. For the for our nine hundred ninety eighth episode, nine hundred ninety nine episode, we should review Galaxy Express. 99. Oh yeah, if we make it that far, we're doing that. Yeah, we're so doing it. Okay, if we haven't talked about it already by then. <laughs> but yeah, so like the twelve blades, they're not even like actually. Most of them are swords, but a couple of them, like probably like four or five of them, are actually one is like, a sheath. Yeah, one, one, is, one is a gun. <laughs> yeah, one is a pair of guns. Uh, what kind of sword do you robot. have, Sam? I have a gun. There's a robot one. Yeah, one is actually like a doll, like a robotic mechanical oh, doll. Oh, yeah, like a geisha doll or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway. It's like a um, tachikoma. Each, each episode is like one month. So like when you get to the next episode, it's like the next month, which is like fitting, right? Because like it premiered January 26th, ended on December 11th, but like, and showed monthly. But it's- Yeah, and, and the story takes place over the course of a month. For each episode, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it all like fits diegetically and non-diegetically. I think I'm using those words right. I wrote them down in my show in my show sheet. Oh, I didn't write my initial impressions here. I made a little, like, a little word bank for myself. I my initial impressions of the show is like there's so, and I sometimes I minded it, sometimes I didn't mind it. But so each episode is is 50 minutes long, right? It's 48 minutes if you t- if you skip the opening, whatever. Which, come on, you can't skip the OP. Uh, well, one of the websites I was watching it on, they didn't even show the OP, so I had to like go and watch it. I was like, wait, what the hell? Where, there's no OP. Yo, you got to get on my secret Netflix. I'll give you my password. My secret Netflix, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, no, like well, you, you uh, saw the first OP, right? Actually, they're both really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and, the animation in the OPs reminds me of JoJo's a little bit, where it's got a lot of layers and it's like extremely bright. Yeah, I love it. No, they're great. And like dense, like thick lines. I personally like the second opening more. Than I think that one had one. might have had better visuals, but I like the song of the first one more. I think I like the second one. And Both song nuts. and visuals. But like, y'all so like, no. So my initial impression, though, was like, and I was, I was saying, sometimes I mind it, sometimes I don't mind it. But there's so much. So every episode, they're finding a new sword, right? Because someone has that sword. With, with with the exception of 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 one of them, um, one of them is found in a cave by the Mon, Mon, uh, Maniwani ninjas. But like, oh yeah, the Maniwani—that's like their pet name for the yeah the Maniwani, the Maniwani ninjas. corpse. But they call him the Maniwani. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, like that's a kawaii name. Like Nanami's like kawaii. <laughs> oh, that's a cute name for you guys, Man- Maniwani. But like her, her little mouth like barely opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. I, I sometimes I minded it, sometimes I didn't mind it, but there was so much information and history about each person who was holding the sword. I could not keep up. There was times where I couldn't. <laughs> um, and also to be fair, like I was, I've been really sick this past weekend. Today I'm a little better, but like, I I purposely after watching the first three episodes, I purposely waited until the day before recording to finish it because I wanted to have things as fresh as possible in my mind. 
because there was so much stuff. But yeah, um, well, the show doesn't really benefit from binging. You're supposed to watch it like one at a time. That's why they released I, it so far apart. If I yeah, also that's it took true. them longer because it's twice. It's a double length episode, so it took I them guess, longer to create it. Uh, and and maybe you know maybe we're not gonna you know it's not like it's not like me you or Danny have to discuss some of those finer details about each person like that. But like I, I still you know since I was watching the last three episodes yesterday, I was like, oh, I better. Uh, I'll watch these last three are obviously going to be important. So I'll watch these right now. But uh, some, I, I really, that's something I also really enjoyed though. E- the reason why each person had a sword or had the sword in the first place was really cool. And like, with the exception of some of them, like the doll was just wandering around. That is the sword was just wandering around kind of aimlessly. Oh, that reminded me of Afro Samurai actually. Have you guys seen that yet? Uh, yeah, I've I think seen it's like ten years like bits and pieces of it when it was airing on Adult. Because they had like robots battling. I think there was a guy in like a bear suit or something. Dude, the bear guy is my favorite. Yeah, Bearface Johnson. That's what the doll reminded me of. Samurai Bearface Johnson. But no, yes, no, it was Sai the Minute or whatever. The robot was just kind of wandering around aimlessly. Um, but like the the reason of why, like it was really cool, like to hear that stuff. Um. Uh, yeah, you didn't hear too much about the guy who owned the needle, the fine, or the the fine, the thin glass sword. That was the fourth episode, and and like people, so like you either love it or hate it with that one because they never actually show the fight. Yeah, they don't. They don't. And yeah, they 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 kind of like break the fourth wall, and they're like, "Wow, that was a real, that was a really awesome fight." Remember when you did this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You just get you just get like blue balled on that one. Yeah. Um, because they know, like, they're kind of poking fun at it. Like, the show isn't necessarily about the the action or the cho- the fight choreography. Um, it's about the it's about the friends we made along the way. No, it, that episode the in particular was really focused on um, Nanami. His oh sister. yeah, Shichika's sister. Yeah. Shichika's sister. Yeah, Shichika's. Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of. Um, I liked it. I kind of I, I liked I that her. episode a lot in particular because she, you, really saw, uh, how fucking crazy she is. <laughs> yeah, because there's this there's this theme with the show too, of like, who's the strongest in Japan right now? Yeah, and it's like, as the show kind of starts and you see Shichika. So the thing about Shichika. The, the reason the show starts is because the hero of the rebellion is like his dad or his grandfather. And they perfected this style called Kyoto Ryu, which is you. Tr- it's a martial arts where you turn your body into a sword. So like the hero of the rebellion got exiled to an island or his son got exiled to an island. And then oh, they, had, they both did, I think. Yeah. And then he had Chichika with his mom, with his wife. And then he taught. He taught him how to use it and not Nanami. And Yeah, because Nanami was she was basically like a demon. Like they, they thought she was gonna die. Like I think they were even trying to poison her because she was too strong. She was just like overwhelming. If they taught her that that style on top of her already like crazy talents of combat and ways of combat, she would have been even more of a monster than she already was. 
Yeah, but like she's like a, a genius, basically, like the Japanese version, like, oh, genius. Tensai. Yes. I mean, she looked at, she can, she can look at uh, a move once and she already mastered it. She could look at Danny doing her career once or me doing my career once and know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And know how to, and know how to do it better. Well, to be fair, how hard could it be? Am I right? I could do it. I mean, come on. You just, you just put a little pop in there, Sam, and you're done. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, here's what I loved about it, though, okay? Because you start the show and you think, okay, this Shichika guy is a human sword. And these first three episodes, he's clearly cut the shit out of people like a boss, right? Dude, in episode one, he boss. he literally, like, he does, like, the Indiana Jones thing where he disembowels the guy with his hand. He just, like, sticks it right through his heart. Is that episode one? He does it, like, every episode, basically, but... He did it to. He, he defeats a to, lot of um, enemies by just shoving his freaking fingers through your chest cavity. Yeah, that's part of that's that's a move. Yeah, it's like yeah. He, that, he has like a lot of moves that he calls where out. it's like your hand is like a straight chop, except it like you jab it like forward. He did that to Mesa or Misai from the third episode with Blade the Thousand. But anyway, you think Shichika is like this the strongest guy in Japan clearly, and then episode four, you don't see him get the four sword because most of the episode is centered around his sister fighting off uh the insect squad she, she's from the fighting off like she's fighting off the uh, chimera ants <laughs> that's what i call them yeah they kind of looked like hunter hunter squad the insect squad from the maniwani but it, it shows how blatantly strong she is and then you kind of like it's funny because the first couple of episodes I was worried about her. I was like, she's by herself on that island. What if someone goes and tries yeah. to do something, right? And mm-hmm. then at the end of the, that episode... You're, you're worried for the Maniwana. You're like, oh, shit, they got to get away. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of that episode, Chichika goes... He, she, he, he goes, yeah, I wonder if, you know, like, she's doing okay. <laughs> I wonder if any of the people I fought so far could could have beat her. Probably not. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Because he could but, never beat her either, and she was like, didn't even try against him. Right. Um, should we put um, should we put a spoiler mark right here? Because I feel like now. Yeah, we haven't really spoiled too much. We just give the basic premise. They're going around collecting the swords. Yeah. We haven't really mentioned. Let's mention Togame first before we do any. Oh that, yeah, dude, Togame she's, is the other. Because she's the one who went to the she's island. She's basically to get like him. the main character in a way. Yeah, she's the one who went to the island to to get him and say, "Hey, I need your help getting these swords." Because she yeah, works not for nothing. Um, I didn't. I thought Togame was annoying as fuck. Damn. How dare you, Danny? First of all, I'm sorry. I feel I personally attacked. Her. I didn't like her. You tell me you don't like don't, her Cheerio catchphrase? Ugh, that was exceptionally annoying. <laughs> I laughed when. <laughs> wait, wait. When when she found out that Cheerio meant like goodbye instead of whatever she thought yeah because she thought it was like was. chesto or something she yeah. thought it was yeah. like some other word that meant fight or whatever yeah i thought that was really hilarious and, then, and she was really <laughs> embarrassed about it <laughs> in the spoiler section we'll i'll say another thing about cheerio remind me about that um wait danny do you like akko from little witch academia who is that again you, you've seen little witch academia the main character. Right? i did Oh no, I didn't no, I thought oh my she God. was annoying. You're as one well. of those people, Danny. All right. God. All right. At least I know. I did no, like I um <laughs> Um what's his name? Do you like K do you like the Kaon girls? Do you like Yui? I like Yui. She's pretty similar to them. It's not kind of. She's not, really. not she's not like 
my favorite. I I'm I kind of like Mio. Mm. From I like Mio because I relate Typical. to her the most. You're not allowed to and, loot um, any chaos and Moogie. except for Mio. Moogie is, Moogie is awesome <laughs> with her pickled eyebrows. Save it for the Kaon podcast. <laughs> yeah, save it for yeah, the That PM. might make we're our anime ta- of the decade. We're not, we're not talking about Kaon right now. Save it for the Kaon podcast, Nick. God. I will. Anyway. <laughs> I will. Um, I, I did like uh, Shika. You know, he was cool. He was all, uh, you know, strong and stuff. <laughs> we're, talking, we're trying to talk about Togame, though. Well, I don't like her. Well, Indeed, I don't like her. The strategist. <laughs> I like so, her because she's smart as fuck, dude. She, like... Well, she is and she isn't. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a doofus. But, like, her body comes... is, like, super frail. <laughs> she's like Nanami, except she can't fight. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And like in the first episode, she's about to attack him, and she like trips on her shoe <laughs> and, and face plants it. Yeah. yeah. Um. I did like. I did, however, like her character design. She was really, really cute. Um. I I just didn't like her voice at all. What? Yeah. How dare you disrespect? Sorry. Let me find her. <laughs> How dare you disrespect Yukari Tamaro like that, Danny? Sorry. Sorry. Not a fan. She was in Ayura. A bunch of other stuff. Boruto, Crossange, Croissange. Okay, this Croissant. Goes a lot. I'm not even going to list all this. Croissant. 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 Good lord. She has like literally <laughs> like 300 <laughs> rolls. <laughs> Dude, shout out to She's the Bleeb and the Weeb. Everybody check out the She's Excel World episode. Shout out to French Endless people. Jess. Endless Jess reviews Croissant. So they're reviewing Croissant. they're reviewing Excel World, but it's secretly a review of Cross Ange. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> All right. Link in the show notes, maybe. Link in the show notes, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, Togame. So this is not like really a spoiler because it's explained pretty early on, but like the reason her hair is white is that she saw her father get killed. And basically, it, was this explained early on? I don't remember how early in the explained first, it. In the first episode it was, I believe. Yeah, so basically uh, Shichika's father was the one who killed him, who killed Togame's father. Um, but How ironic. So, so she goes to, she has like this master scheme, master plan to, to overthrow the shogunate by enlisting that man, but he's already dead, so she she gets um, Shichika instead. And her hair turned white because she saw it. So it's like this really artistic just a depiction of like when that happened. Like they do like a flashback and her hair just like, it like magically turns white. It's pretty cool. I'm sure it's referencing some Japanese folklore or something, but I'm a filthy gaijin. I don't know all that. It's kind of like an It. Remember the movie It, the original one? I haven't seen it. Oh, he got scared and his hair like stuck straight up and turned white. Isn't that uh that was a that was a TV series, not a movie, right? It was like a yeah. It was like a TV. And there was like two good episodes. Two parter, anyway. and then they made it one movie. Yeah, anyway. It reminded me of the uh, girl from Angel's Egg a little bit. And also the little girl they find later, the mountain girl with the white hair. Yeah, dude, she's awesome. She's like she's literally like a hundred times stronger than like anybody else. But she's just like playing around. 
Yeah, she like hands him her sword. He can't even lift it. Konayuki Itsuzora, part of the she's part of the the Itsuzora clan, which lives in the fucking mountains, and it's like it's declared a disaster zone, be, not because just because of the, like the blizzard and avalanches are super but because dangerous, of her. but because of the people there. They're like fucking exceptionally strong. Like if I could say there was one person stronger than Nanami, even it would probably it might be her. Like it might be that little girl. Yeah, yeah. she's freakishly powerful. She's eleven years old. Yeah, she's the only. Yeah, she's the only person who can carry that sword, aside from the person later. But like, um, at the end. But like she, um, it's it's called, it's it's called um, hammer the dual edge or something like that. And it's like this. Uh, Sounds like you, a magic card. Yeah, you can use both sides of it. So like you can flip it and hold it on one end and then flip it the other. And it's like a blunt club. Oh, and yeah, it's blunt. Can, yeah. And then you can hold it by the handle at the other side and use it as like a rod or a blade. So it's just like, but it's like super fucking heavy. And she just picks it up. And when she goes and gets it for Shichika and them, she like drops it and it like. You ever seen that episode of Dragon Ball, the last <laughs> World Tournament arc where he's taking off his shirt? He's taking oh, off and the it blue. just like shatters the pavement. Yeah, yeah. And then Tien's like, "Can I see your shirt?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And he's like, "What the fuck? This is this weighs a fucking ton." And he was like, "Yeah, I know." Verbatim. That's what Tien said. He said, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it's funny to see because like he takes off his boots, and the sound effect they put is like a metal. <clears throat> Putting down like a metal bucket. It's like Link's like, it's heavy like boots. Shattered in, uh, Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It sounds like metal clinking on the floor. It's funny. Anyway, that's exactly what that situation was. And then Shichika couldn't even pick it up because he was just like, "No, dude, I can't." He's a weak bitch. Yeah, like it's it's cool because it kind of humbles him a little bit. He kind of is just like, it doesn't even bother him. He's just kind of like, "Wow, you're strong." Because well, he's already been beat by his sister so many times. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like it, at at first, Shichika was so ignorant of everything he couldn't even tell Togame apart from a random villager, because he he just <laughs> oh, like <yeah. laughs> he's kind of like Goku, well, where he like he can't tell people apart. Well, I mean, you'd probably be acting the same way if you were living on a deserted island that literally had zero civilization, and the only people you interacted with was your father and your sister. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> but, it was but it's funny because you're going to see him grow and learn throughout the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of got that, like, Thor from the movie Thor and the, the Marvel Cinematic Thor. He's just like, mm-hmm. I like this coffee. I'll have another. And he breaks it, the glass. And it's like, okay, another! We don't, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that. We don't do that here. I've like, never seen that movie, but I've seen that gif. So. But, like, yeah, it's funny because right, right after that, like, the part that Nick said where he can't tell her apart, um, she starts cuddling with him and wrapping his hair around him so she he can start. Remembering. Yeah. Uh, like, recognizing her, like, hey, this is me. But it gets Yeah, really... so she trains him by having him wrap in her hair. You guys just said that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cut that out. Don't make me look dumb, Sam. I'm gonna leave it. Don't in. make me look bad in front leave of the fans. Leave it in. All right. Leave it in. <laughs> but before, but but like before it gets cut, obviously, because it gets spoilers. Cut. Wow, we gotta bleep that out again. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> but like, it's really cute. Your hair is luxurious because physically, they, like their their physical cuddles and stuff are like really platonic, just because of their closeness. Like, like like they've been traveling for months, you know. 
and well it's romantic too but not in a like oh it's not overt it's kind of subtle yeah 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 it's really cute it's like kagome and inuyasha kagome minus minus the love triangle with kikio you love triangles gross kikio more like, more like bitchio hate that bitch yeah <laughs> hate that bitch anyway yeah <laughs> i actually for the inuyasha podcast yes yeah, yeah, i really like their chemistry togami and uh yeah, it's really good. It's one the of my favorites as far as like anime romances. It's probably up. It's up there for one of my favorites. It's definitely up there for me, for sure. Again, Spice and Wolf. If you liked that, you will enjoy this as well. Although this does not have a dub. Spice and Wolf had a really good dub. This doesn't even have a dub. So you can't really dub Nisio Isin works, to be fair, because he uses a lot of like in jokes and like Japanese phrases that don't have direct translations. So right, yeah, you wouldn't want Funimation. You wouldn't want to trust Funimation with that. <laughs> to be fair, I, you don't want to I trust them with anything. I probably right? would even would still just watch it sub just because it takes place. Dude, and you, you can't replicate what's her name Yukari Tamara's voice. That's way cuter than any filthy white person could do. I say as a filthy white person, a filthy gaijin. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but sorry, not sorry. Togame. Super cute, kawaii. Yeah, and well, I liked her she her eyeball, right. her left eyeball that changed into like a a uh, kind of like Lelouch style, like Gias almost. <laughs> she had the Gias when she had a plan. Um, it it was it more of like a stylistic choice. It wasn't literal. It just like in her mind, that's what it was. Right. Or maybe it was in uh, Shichika's mind. Maybe he saw that from her, but it was like just in his imagination. That her little synopsis on um, my anime list says that she has a possessed uh, special eye. I don't know what that consists of, but it look it with happened. your eye, your special eye, it, <laughs> my brand. <laughs> Link yeah, in the show notes. It that it, it it turns like that when she's plotting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when she's scheming. So I posted on Twitter, I'm like, hint for our episode. And someone's like, it's a scheme. And I'm like, yes, perfect reply. Legit, legit. But like, I, I'll i tell you what, this show is a ride. Like, if you're going to watch it, I, I don't know. For me personally, I feel like you should, like, for me personally, if I were to do it over again, and I didn't have like a deadline to watch it by. I would do it two episodes a day. Yeah, that's like days. the perfect way. For or even one at one a day. That's kind of what I did. I just did like one a day. Yeah, I maybe. I, yeah, I had time to do. We had time to do that too, but I should have did it two a day. I think. On the days where I did do it two a day, I think it was perfect. Yeah, like one in the morning, one at night, that type of thing. That's how I did it, yeah. There was a couple days where row, I watched whatever. two in a row, a couple days where I watched three in a row. Three in a row was tough, but I, I did it because I wanted to like have a certain number by the next day to watch, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, so watch this a little bit more deliberate paced than... like You can't watch this like a shonen. It's not like like Dragon Ball Z not. or something. You can't it's just too fucking it. long. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't have a dub, so it's like... You really gotta that's focus on it. That's definitely that's definitely what I was struggling with with this show. Danny the Dub. That's your blade name. 
Not shut up. Danny the Dub. I love it. I can watch subs. <laughs> I can watch subs. No, you're like, I like subs. you're like Shichika. You're so, you're so much of a dub stan that you can't wield a sub. Yeah. Like he can't, can't wield, wield a sword. A sword. <laughs> He's so used to being a sword, he can't wield a sword. Dude, I know Whatever. what. Here's here's what but I then am. Your power level for dubs is here's, like okay. Over here's 9, what I'm ready. Ready for this? <laughs> here's what I am. I'm Sam the Face Johnson. Oh man, what what did we say? I was that other episode. Nick the Nick the Dick. I just wield my dick. <laughs> I just wield my dick. <laughs> and then no. Quoka the Quoka the white guy. Quoka the <laughs> the token white guy. <laughs> Quoka the token. Oh yeah, it's just a token. Quoka the Kuga the Kuga the Quaka. <laughs> like the animal, you know the Quaka. I remember he. No, like, I'm 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 Nick. Sanity's Eclipse. That's me. Mm, there you go. I just steal from magic cards. Sam. Sam the, the Evening Johnson. Star. No, dude. I want to be. No, can I be Sam? The Aeon's Torn. Sam. There you go. The, nice. Sam, I remember we used to call that card. Uh, the butthole torn because you <laughs> tear it to your butthole when you play it. God. Anyway, the anal fissure. Uh, back to Katana Gachi. The anal fissure. <laughs> <laughs> Great God, show. God, we all. I think we all recommend it, right? Like I, I really do. Dude, I don't even. I want to say some stuff. We, but we, I, we can I, do a spoiler discussion right after this. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say like, I, I, yeah. So like, I do recommend this show though. 100%. If you guys It's really cute. It's very subtle with its uh character design and like art style in general. Yeah, the um, backgrounds were phenomenal in this. Way better than yeah, most modern anime. It was anime. really awesome. It was really pretty. Very well done. Um especially I w- I want to say Who did the backgrounds for this? I really want to know. Uh in episode episode 2, I have to say was my favorite for um like visual effects and the background uh design and also What was that? Ep- I can't remember. I think it was either episode eight with like that that not not the mountain girl that is like freakishly strong. The other little kid that was like an illusion god. That was like episode nine, I think. Okay, that one uh, visual effects was top notch because of. How Togome had to like find the sword. Herself. I just lied to you. Episode ten. Lol. Okay. So Episode. They 10. find the Saint Higaki Rine, and the sword is actually not a sword. It's just the handle and the hilt. Right. Oh, yeah. that's the one where she had to dig a hole. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're she, getting into. She we're found getting some. Into, we're getting kind she of. She found some peaches here. at the bottom, just like holes. Yeah, we're, we're getting <laughs> kind of. In a, we're we're going we're going spoiler mode now. But yeah, like the the. Um, oh, we'll go spoiler mode after the music. All right, and we're back. I'm just gonna leave it like that because it's gonna be fun. <laughs> if I just leave it like that. But um, yeah, we that's... were planning to put some tunes in here this time. The 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 scales the sincere or whatever, and the point of the sword is uh, oh, God, what was it? I fucking watched it yesterday too. Um, it, it's it's supposed to be like oh, it's fighting to make you battle yourself. 
or you have I mean, to yeah, uh, you battle yourself and you don't need to battle yourself with an actual blade on it. So it's like cuz like the whole the whole like, the whole <laughs> oh, thing man. was the whole thing we'll was to, the, to, with that. the whole the whole thing was they had to go to Togami's um homeland to find it. So she had yeah. to face things that traumatized her as a kid and that was watching her dad die. And actually, it's like the therapist psychiatrist sword. It, the, the, and actually, the sword was buried underneath her home, even mm-hmm. before it was built there. But um, the the whole th- that one of that then that's an important point, by the way, because, and like I said, we're getting the spoilers, so like you know, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> the the whole th- the reason why these swords are the way they are, and have the abilities they have. Especially ones like Destitute the Vile and Gun the Firearm and Guilt the Venomous is because is because that motherfucker. Oh, the swords corrupt the user. Yeah, Kiki. Shikazaki Kiki, that motherfucker. Kiki's delivering service, am I right? Kiki's delivering service? <laughs> he fucking it's the prequel. is a, you find out that he's a fucking soothsayer. So he's been reverse importing things from the future. Like in, information from the future to make the swords the way he was. So making the show, them. the show is like Steins Gate, basically, right? No, I'm just kinda. <laughs> but like he, <laughs> not really. He, the The whole point was to alter history and make history a certain way. And history is a big yeah, theme yeah. of the show. That's what Togme was trying to do. She was trying to alter history. Yeah, and like apparently that was in the plans of other people as well. You find out later. But like, because they're was, trying to get rid of the shogunate, basically, she's trying to take him down. Yeah, and like, and the whole thing too was like, it was almost kind of destiny that it, it was that sword that was buried underneath where her former home was, and that was kind of cool. That was super cool. But yeah, like Nick said, each sword, um, not not all of them, but um, most of them have a poison in them. They they make you a certain way after holding it. Um, guilt the venomous, especially if you hold it. Um, Shikazaki yeah, Kiki, like a demon. Shikazaki Kiki takes you takes your body over, and he put his he put like his soul into the sword. And it's then, like the uh, the spirit from Mob Psycho, but not funny. But not funny. <laughs> um, I would say. Aegis the resentment, the where Aegis the resentment is just an armor. It's the shield, right? Yeah, the it's just the straight big, up armor. Boy. Yeah, you just tackle bitches. Um, it kind of makes you. I don't know. I don't know if that one really has a poison in it so much as a. It makes you kind of want to just hide in it. I don't know, but like the the pirate guy who had it, he never took it off unless he was like going to bed, like he rarely took it off. Oh, like yeah. Goblin Slayer, yeah, yeah, like Goblin Slayer, yeah. But like, um, fucking, what was that one in the desert? Blunt the Decapitator. Oh, the desert one, yeah. Which what episode was that? It's number two. That was episode. Oh, two. that's right. Yeah, that's the one with like the speed, right? That's the uh, yeah. That guy was light quick. light speed sword, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. And it, it, yeah, yeah it, the first few episodes are pretty formulaic, I would say. Like, episode one, two, and three. 
Um, and then you get to episode four, and it really t- turns the corner with Nanami fighting the Maniwani. And then, yeah, that's when things start kind of coming together to build it up for, like, even and then the you next build up to episode seven with Nanami versus um, Shichika and their battle. Yeah, so he has to fight his sister, and she goes and finds this, that sword from, like, a village. The evil, the evil sword. Yeah, evil, yeah, the, the worthless, the, or destitute, the, uh, the The montage yeah. of her t- of her capturing the sword, is, <laughs> it's like Ninja Slayer, or, like, Inferno Cop-style animation, where she's just, like, side-scrolling, just chopping people down. <laughs> so here's what I like about that episode. But it looked really cool, too. It had, like, great soundtrack to it. No, here's why I really like that episode. It was, it, there were so many blatant video game references in it, and I don't even know why that is. But there just was. So, like, that side-scrolling thing that she was doing was, like, from the the Nintendo game Kung Fu. And then there was another part where it showed her in, in pixels, but it was, like, a top view. And it was her, like, you know, shooting, like, little blade projectiles at people, killing them. Yeah, at least he likes to do that stuff. Yeah, and then there was, like, a boss at the end, and she, like, fought the boss. That was, like, a blatant... <laughs> A blatant call out to the game Pocky and Rocky, if you've ever played that on Super Nintendo. But and then there was like Is that all just like a Dragon Quest meme? Isn't everything just Dragon Quest? Well then there was that part where Togami and Shichika got off the boat and then Amon Zaimon was there. And they're just like it the way they animated that conversation was like a visual novel where it just showed like a portrait and oh, then yeah, who, yeah, whoever yeah. was talking was like the was like highlighted. It was, yeah, it was really cool. Like, I don't know. That that episode was really cool with that. But, like, yeah, like, the, that sword, basically, you stab yourself with it, and it heals you. Um, and Yeah, she had it just embedded in her chest, right? And you can imagine, because she's, like, the strongest bitch in Japan, but she's got a real frail body, she gets rid of her, like, the that <clears throat> she gets rid of that risk, her body being frail with having that sword in her chest. And it's like, okay, well, now you're just invincible. But then Shichika finds a way to, well, Togame and Shichika find a way to beat her. But um, it's also like she wanted him to kill her, right? She, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, re- because um, she was just tired. She was tired of not... Like, she was just tired of being so powerful and couldn't die, practically. You know, because in episode four, you saw, like, a flashback of her being really super sick. And um, the nurses were all like, she's super sick. Why isn't she dying? Like, how is she still alive? Yeah. Yeah, how is she still alive? She has, like, a severe illness. And she's still alive. Because she's just a monster. Instead of... Yeah. Yeah, and I think she could kind of with her with her snake like snake like snicker that she that she makes when like the camera closes up on her mouth. Oh yeah, <laughs> when she's fighting them in episode four, it was so funny, and she like ga- she like gained their abilities just by watching them once. She like got the ability we to use that, his claws. We said that earlier. I know. We I'm just saying it earlier. again. She yeah, will reclaw that when bitch. she's fighting the insect squad. Yeah. Dude, those insect squad guys were like, they were kawaii as fuck, man. I wanted to protect them. Ah, uh, those. <laughs> oh my. They God. were like mob from Mob Psycho. <laughs> those guys were just weird. 
Okay. The, the all of them or just Super the insect weird. squad? All of them. I like how people. All of them. So I just don't understand why they needed to be. They were the comic relief, right? And 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 insects. So the the Maniwa corpse, the ninja. What corp. was the what was the purpose of them? Because a lot of people dislike them and say that they were pointless just like the, they fodder. were they kind of were at least their costumes their costumes were completely well, pointless no, story wise they co- honestly they reminded me of like team rocket in a way so the the maniwa yeah, they're they're just, yeah they're, the, the maniwa ninja corps they used to Red work shirts. for they used to do stuff for the shogunate and togame but then they betrayed they betrayed the shogunate and togame afterwards why they were there after collecting the swords for themselves, I have no idea. I think they were just another party that was trying to collect the swords for whatever well, the same reason. No, they were trying to was. save their own village, I think. Something to that effect. Something to that effect, yeah. But like um Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know. Some of their powers were fucking cool though. Like the penguin. The fucking penguin kid was that the, the little tiny kid with like the he he rolled like critical and luck category or whatever he's like his nin, yeah his ninpo was like um any projectile that goes towards him just misses him so like his his other ninpo was to throw like this ninja ball that bounces around and it gets quicker and quicker as it ricochets but it blatantly misses him and only will hit it will only hit the you know whoever else is in there. Because it, it's, it complements his other ninpo, which was fucking cool. But, like, yeah, I don't know. A lot of them were kind of just, like, I don't know. Yeah, it was just, like, another. It was super pointless. It was, they were just kind of another party that was there to gather the yeah, swords well, for whatever it, you reason. Know, it helped characterize uh, the main characters, so. That was literally their only job. They were comic relief. They, they were, were comic relief. It's fine. What would you rather not? You'd rather not have them than to be boring. You need to pad out the show. This is what people don't get. You had Sailor Moon original versus Sailor Moon Crystal. This is off topic, but like, without the filler and padding, then you end up with Sailor Moon Crystal and it's boring. You need that extra little little uh, little genie. Sailor Moon clock. Crystal wasn't that boring. No, it was okay. It was fine, but it was like compared to the original, with all the filler and it was it was no contest. That's why I think you need a little bit of that in shows. You need a little bit of like levity and comedy, and that's why I think the Maniwa were. And they they added some like small themes. They didn't like, they were mostly like a speed bump <laughs> for everybody else. Um, but you know, that's fine. Whatever well, also, it doesn't bother me. Also, to um, the the head the head guy the Ho the Phoenix, he. Was was he a was he really a phoenix? I thought he was a chicken. Well, no, that's what Ho means, phoenix. Oh, you know, like Kyoma, Steins Gate again, like the Pokemon Ho, you know. Mm, um, but anyway, right. they were the ones who found guilt the venomous, and then right, when he held yeah. on to it, uh, Shikazaki Kiki took him over, and they had to fight him. They had to fight his ass, and that's also when Shikazaki Kiki reveals that he how he crafted the swords and how he reverse imported shit. And then he also reveals to Shichika that he is the 13th blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they were part of it. Like they're all kind of serving him. Yeah. So it's just like, Oh shit. My bad bitch. 
So what did you guys uh, think of the ending? Spoilers in case finish. you missed the part where we said spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I guess I Danny, Danny can Danny can just plug her ears for a minute. <laughs> um, Danny got most of the way through, but I think she has one one or two episodes. To, I have I have two episodes left. I watched from one through ten. Um. So maybe if Dan, Danny just mute mute us for like five minutes or less, we'll I'm we'll tell you in Discord. That. I'm not gonna do okay. that. Okay, don't mute us <laughs> then. And She'll probably spoiled. still watch it. It's okay. Spoilers don't really. I'm still gonna it watch it. It doesn't really affect me yeah. too much. Not unless like I really like you know I really enjoy a series. Um, but overall, you didn't I, really enjoy this one. Ah. Didn't have a dub, so she can't give it. It was no, it wasn't five. that. It, oh, well. it, no, you fucker! God damn it! You fucker! Um, no, it's just that oh, man, this show was just way too long for me. Fifty minutes was just so it. Did so you watch long. Fruits Basket? Didn't that have like a lot of episodes? Fruits Basket only had twenty six episodes. So this, and they were like, and they were 36, 36 minutes long. This That's, had longer this. Epi- That's longer this than this. That's longer than this. This had 12 episodes. This had 12 episodes. And each episode was 50 minutes. 50 minutes Still per episode. Still less overall time, though. That is that is more time than Fruits Basket. No, it's not. Anyway. Anyway. Per episode. Per episode. 50 minutes. Think about it. No, they're, they're about the exact same That's length, long. almost. Fruits That's Fruits Basket's long as like fuck. half an no, hour longer. They're n- no, it's not. No, it's not. 26 episodes, 24 minutes each. I think. Versus 12 episodes, 50 minutes. That's like the same exact length. No, it's not. But it feels shorter because they're shorter episodes. All right. (laughs) No. Aside from the (laughs) format, (laughs) the story itself. So should we get to the ending? We We were about to talk about that. Go ahead. I think oh, Sam was gonna say something. Well, and then you, no, you I was stop. just gonna say. Um, at first, I didn't understand what Togami was trying to say to Shichika at the end there. So let's di- let's bring it back a minute. How did they get there? So Shichika and Togami were um, they were retrieving like the last second to last sword. They were going after the Guild of Venomous, right? Well, they got it. They and got they, it, and then they were about to Enzoimon, go back to Awari. Yeah, the, they're like at a temple, and Enzoimon appears with the last sword, which is actually guns. <laughs> yeah, gun to flame. Yeah, and he like he he shoots, um, he shoots Togame. He like well, he reveals he that she's her. she reveals that she's actually Princess uh, Yosha or whatever, and then she yeah, her. she's a princess, yeah. So then he shoots her, gut shots her, and she's like bleeding out basically. And then she, and then she has a conversation with, uh, with Shijika. And you were going from there. So what was your, what was your question about that? I guess my question is like, like she said that, because he was saying like, oh well, no, like we had plans to do this and draw a map of Japan after we were done and all this stuff and be together for forever and stuff like that and she was like no nah, i was planning to kill you afterwards <laughs> and then she, what a so bitch. 
That's not. See, that's that's that's. <laughs> was she just saying way that? too simply though? Yeah. Was she just saying that just to get him to level. like? Yeah, I kind of took say, that. She was just saying that because she wanted him to fall in love with her to to fit into her scheme. That's like her scheme within a scheme. It was that like she was using him, right? So she couldn't pay him with money or with prestige, but she could pay him with love. Basically, she wanted him like devoted, and she thought that was even more a stronger bond than money, like a mercenary. Um, so that's why she did that. And then she, she was going to kill him or she was planning to, she said she was because she wanted like all of that. She she wanted to like erase that history, right? Like to rewrite the history. Okay. Um, and also his father killed her father, although he killed his father, which, which kind of got revenge for that. But, um, Basically, I think she was just saying that. She was saying that knowing that he wasn't going to listen to her and that he was going to take down the Shogunate. Like, she she knew that he wasn't going to listen to her, which played into her scheme. She told him to, like, to, to live for himself and to that he's no longer bound to her, and she, she knew she would, he wouldn't listen to that. Oh. So she, like, she was, it was it's basically kind of like a tragic romance, like, Romeo and Juliet type thing. Because... Because it's it's that's true. Because he says that. Because after she dies, um, Princess Hite um, reveals that she's Shikazaki Kiki's descendant, and she gives all the swords to the shogunate. And then, um, yeah, the other uh, evil woman. What's her name? Princess Hite. Yeah, Princess Hite. She was well, the other schemer. She had Enzaiman as her retainer. They were basically like the mirror of uh, Togame and Shichika. Yeah, and. And um, it's th- kind of funny because like he goes he goes to the castle. Shichika goes to the castle where they are, and Princess Hite tells the shogunate, "He's like, oh, so just so you know, this is what's going to happen. And if he makes it up here, he's going to kill us both. And then yeah, yeah. And and then he says it. He goes, I'm no longer Togume's sword, so I don't have to fucking." listen to her or obey any of her orders anymore. Okay, so now I get that. I get it. Yeah, and it played into Hite's scheme because she was scheming for uh, Shichika to take down the shogunate uh, swords and, like, guards and all that. So it didn't even matter if he won or if Enzaimon won because one of them was going to come up there and finish off the, the, uh, the ruler. Yep. So and that was like so, their whole scheme. So so yeah, the the twelve, the twelve top guys plus Emon Zaiman, are all wielding the the twelve deviant blades, and then Shichika breaks all of them. And uh, yeah, that that w- he had nothing to hold back at that point, so you could just break everything, and he, he beat them all in like a second. Right, <laughs> because when he, when you when he had to obtain them before, he had to be careful not to break them. Yeah, yeah, and also he was like trying to uh, guard uh, Togame a little bit. Yeah, except for did. episode two where he stepped on her face. He used her face as a platform. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, and then he had to he had to protect himself, but he but then he said, "No, I came here to die." So he didn't have to. He could just go all out and just be like, "Nah, fuck all y'all." Yeah, he didn't even take a scratch until he got to Enzymon. He just like beat the fuck out of everybody. The funny part, the, the one with the sheath, the girl with the sheath was really funny. She's like, "I don't even know what to do with this," and he's like, "Try throwing it at me." <laughs> He just knees it back into her face. Oh, the one that's just a handle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he ends up beating Enzoimon. 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 God, it sounds like a Digimon. Enzoimon, um, yeah. 
he ends up defeating him and getting severely wounded. Like you think he's fatally wounded, but he's actually not. Um, and he's like, he tells Hite that he, he only has the energy to take out one of them. So he takes out the king with like one final massive uh, attack. And he shouts Cheerio at the end, which is like perfectly fitting because it means like goodbye, basically. <laughs> or yeah. Cheerio. It means like goodbye and hello at the same time, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, and it like so splits fucking, the you know, castle in half. And, uh, dude, that was badass. That, that was, was sweet. And then, fucking awesome. Then, they, then the narrator came up. You know, it's like short, short time skip. Narrator comes up and it's like, yeah, it turns out they couldn't really change history because his, his uh, successor just took over anyway. <laughs> Something to that effect. Um, yeah, because because uh, the the credits play, and then there's like a thing after it, right? Yeah, the epilogue post yeah, where he's like so him and Hite are like t- sort of teamed up. Um, yeah, he's he's going around Japan to draw a map of Japan, which like, feels like which feels kind of like a cuck in a way, but it's not because you can tell he doesn't really love her at all. No, nah, it's just kind of like, well, Monzaemon's dead and Togami's dead, so let's hang out. I guess. Yeah, and, and he's like. He's like, yeah. I, it's like you help with this. You you do all the details, and I'll take care of any bandits if they attack. But you yeah. might be torn to pieces first. <laughs> However, yeah. yeah, I remember when they were coming up with that line. He was like, "You gotta have a cool line, like to say it." So like, yeah, Togami was telling him that when I put it in my report, it sounds cool, you know. And yeah, she's like, "You defeated him, but it wasn't cool enough." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like, and then he was like, like trying to, but he didn't know how to use it at first. So she was just like, okay, that sounds good. We can do that then. And he's just like, okay, it sounds good. However, by that point, you might be torn into pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of remi- it's, it's kind of uh, Kentaro from, uh, what was it, uh, Fist of the North Star? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. I've never Kentaro. seen Fist of the North Star. It's almost like you're already dead. Or Kenshiro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Kenshiro. That's, I was thinking Golden Boy for a second. You're already um, dead. Yeah, it's just like the badass fighting protagonist. Now, here's the question. Who would win in a fight? Shichika or Joseph Joestar? God, well, Joseph has a stand. <laughs> he has fucking star pl- star platinum. Right? No, no, that's Joseph. No, 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 no. Joseph has Joseph has hermit purple. <laughs> Joseph Joseph Joestar no, Joseph uses ham. He uses ham, right? Oh, he has ham on too. Okay, so if he's using ham on, then that's actually kind of tough. And hermit purple would be pretty useless because there's no electronics in Edo anyway. So, um. I don't know with Hamon that's like water. I think it'd be pretty close. Cuz I think Joseph would win. He'd pull out some bullshit. <laughs> he'd be like he'd be like, "Aha, well I planted that string a month ago knowing you'd step there." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. But if it's old man Joseph, he'd lose for sure, but young man he he I think he he would pull a grenade out of his buttocks and defeat him with it. So Nick, what do you rate the show? So yeah, all that said and done, Katana Gatri. I, I also want to give one quick shout out to, uh, to oh boy, I had him, the animation director, which I believe, Taku Iwasaki. Yeah, he also helped on. Uh, oh no, that's music. Sorry. Well, this too. Mu- the music from Katana Gatri was music really good. Music was pretty good. Great soundtrack. I really liked the the little rap pieces they had in there. I liked the. What number? It's like OST number 20-something. 20 22. It sounded. It kind of sounds like a Ghost in the Shell style. Like, I don't know the word for it. It's like tribal. It's like Japanese tribal. 
You know, you know the the famous song "Ghost in the Shell," where they're like, "Oh yeah," like that type of thing. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, um, and then of course the rap ones, like kind of like Samurai Champloo style. Um, so yeah, shout out to Taku Asaki and all the music, musical works in this, and then the the backgrounds in the show are really great. Um, let's see, where is it? Daisuke Mataga and. Key animation. Anyway, shout outs to the uh all the animators on this. <laughs> I can't find the exact person. Shout the out backgrounds. Nisio you know, shout out to everyone. How about that? Yeah. Um so overall, like Katana Gatari has a lot of what makes Monogatari great while also being short, relatively. And in my opinion, the best part about this is the dialogue and like the snappy humor and the the interplay between the two main characters, Togame and Shichika. That's really great. Like where he's he's like holding her hair and they're like getting into little hijinks and she's getting jealous of him when they're in that one temple and everything. And there's that. The fight scenes in my opinion in Katanagatri are not like the strong suit. If you want to see cool sword fights, watch. Watch Samurai Champloo or watch uh, Sword of the Stranger or something. This yeah, is cause... more of like an adventure, like an old old tale type of story. Yeah, I think there was a couple of fight scenes that stood out, but like most of them, because most of them kind of ended quick. You know, like yeah, there um, wasn't a ton of choreography really. Yeah, um, there, 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 when there was choreography, it was fucking dope. But then when there wasn't, it was just like, oh, okay. Like when Shichika fought the Temple Lady. With the th- so one of the swords, Blade the Thousand, is actually a thousand swords. Um, yeah, they had to find the right one. And <laughs> yeah, when like when he fought one. when he fought her, and delivered the final blow, it wasn't like much of a, you know what I mean? It was it didn't like show anything really. It just kind of like turned white, and it was like he put his hand in her chest. But like when he did like the Kyoto Ryu Hachiretsu combo, and they animated that, like that was badass. But like, yeah. Better fight scenes, it'll be like Samurai Champloo with Afro Samurai. Yeah. This is more for, yeah, this is more about the... This is more about the dialogue. Um, yeah. And, and like, the character interplay. So, yeah. yeah, like, all that said, great animation, great soundtrack, great dialogue, pretty good fights. Um, it's hard to say. I don't have any, like, major weaknesses for it. I mean, I guess the long episode length, but just playing around it. I mean, it's not a big deal. Just watch one a day. Um. I would I would say this is like a really great show. I would recommend it to anybody. I'd put it in like an like an A tier, like A level show, for me. So it's gonna be somewhere on my anime of the decade list. We tried to pick we tr- we tried to pick spotlights that we thought would probably make the list. <laughs> so luckily this one is. Luckily this one's good enough. Um, Tatami Galaxy is also gonna be on there. I think these will both be in the top half of my list. Perhaps higher. Who knows? I'll have to sort it all out. But yeah, everybody should check out Katana Gatri. If if you like Monogatri, if you like Spice and Wolf, um, Tatami Galaxy, any of that stuff, any any dialogue heavy shows, you'll really enjoy this one. So there you go. That's my that's my two cents. I give it the same, like an A. A. It's not like it's not like double S class, like like some of the best anime of all time. Like it's, it's actually really, really good. And and if someone told me it's their favorite anime, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me put it that way. Like 
oh, it, yeah, it makes no. sense to be someone's favorite, but it's it's just like there are there is like one tier just above this, I would say, in my opinion. If if ten people gave us their like top twenty five anime of all time lists, like their top twenty their top ten favorite or top twenty some favorite, I would not be surprised if this was on some of them for sure. Like Yeah. The only problem is it's not available it's it's hard to uh actually watch it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm actually secret netflix i'm actually on amazon right now and i kind of want to look up to see if i looked we, it up earlier it's like 200 bucks or something do you think is it on blu-ray or no uh yeah i think they have like a big uh special edition pack it's on blu-ray it. but i think it's like Jap- japan de- like deported yeah, oh here's imports. a yeah here's a blu-ray disc box 271 dollars Oh, so here's volume one. I don't know. Damn, dude. This is something that I would not mind owning, though. Yeah, here's I would too, the... but it, unfortunately it's Antiplex, so even if even if, even if if they reprint it and, like, do another run, it's like, pff, you're still screwed. You're paying, like, a boatload of money for it because it's Antiplex. Right. Yeah, here's, like, a, a French DVD box set. <laughs> Five DVDs. It's, like, for 40 bucks. But I think, like the, I think there's a few other countries French, that have though. it streaming. I think at least at one point there is other countries with it on Netflix or some other platform, but I don't know anymore. Yeah. In any case. Well, hopefully somebody will re-release it or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah, hopefully That's, hopefully US Netflix gets it. That'd be dope. The only problem is like so the problem with this is there's no dub. So they can't like if Netflix got it, they would have to redub it, which I could see them doing. Why would they have to? Why can't they just have Japanese only? Because Netflix doesn't like to do that. Because they know not enough people are. They've done that it. before. That's not true. That's not true. They have some anime on Netflix that is strictly dubbed. I mean, that's strictly which ones subbed. Uh, I haven't looked recently. Kill so. a Kill. Kill a Kill doesn't have its dub. Yep. Oh, wait, it, um, wait, it doesn't have the dub on Netflix because it has a dub. Nope. No, I know it has a dub, but it's not on Netflix. Oh, that's weird. Okay. They probably couldn't um, get the rights to it or something. That's that's super weird. I don't. Netflix has all that money. Why would they not get the dub for Kill a Kill? <laughs> I don't know. It's a great dub too. Um, there's a couple other ones that are is strictly sub. There's no dub for it. Oh, um, in any oh, case, yeah. Uh, Attack on Titan has no dub on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Probably because Funimation like fucked it up, and they're like, "Oh, only on our site or whatever." So, it might be a. It, my guess is they're dubbed on Hulu because I think they're a partner with Funny right now, but. Dude, I'm going to be real with you. We could do a whole episode on, like, talking about licensing and all that bullshit. Because something's so confusing. Just, like... Well, it's because all these Japanese production... There's, like, a a hundred companies per show. Not literally, but there's a lot. And you got to go through all this bullshit. You're like, oh, we got to get the the rights to the, you know, the anime and the music and the dub and the sub and whatever. I don't know. I'm making that up, but I I assume it's just a pain in the ass. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Dragon Pilot. I'm not an expert. I'm not either. in the industry, so. Dragon Pilot only has um, the sub. That's so strange. All right. Well, never mind. I, they could just get it as it is. Then go Netflix. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Everybody watch Katana Gotri. Does Danny have any final thoughts on it? Um. I wish it was shorter. Maybe more episodes. But but like shorter length, shorter in length, that probably would have been okay. Um, 
like you said, this show was more focused on the dialogue, not more on the actual fight scenes and everything, which wasn't particularly my favorite part. Be only the sole fact because of how long the episodes were. You can pause um, the episode, though. You don't have to watch it all at once. With my schedule as of right now, that was not an option. So. Um, but, yeah. I wish... Uh, I, I, really, I really wish that I enjoyed it a little bit more than how I did. Um, I think it it would benefit from more leisurely pace because you were we we were all watching it, like almost binging it. If you're even, able to just even, if you're able to just watch it at your own pace, like one episode every other day, because even like it, a, the best way to do it. Even as busy as I was, I still had more time than Danny did, so I was able to watch it a little more how I wanted to than Danny was able to. I think I, I just had no time. Yeah, I, I... With my schedule, I can't. <laughs> yeah, and that's, like, honestly the worst possible way to watch something is when you have, you're have you forced to binge it. Like, you're not going to like it as much, period, no matter what. So with Danny's that's just schedule, bad, was, That's just bad timing. Like, that's with Danny's schedule, I thought it was crazy how she watched 10 of them. I was like, Jesus Christ. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, make yeah. sure you clear your schedule when you watch it. <laughs> that's my... That's Danny's advice. <laughs> All right, next. Yeah, if you want, yeah, definitely. If you if you're interested in it, in this type of anime, fair warning, it is like an hour long per episode. Uh and if you have a busy schedule, save it for when you're not so busy. Or, you know, just just watch it how it was aired, you know, watch one episode uh a month or something like that. Or even like one a week, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or one. Then you're done in like three months. Let's just do the math. Let's do the that scene from the office. It's like Dwight and Jim are like, "What if it was five hundred? That's possible. What about a thousand? I suppose." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember that song? (laughs) What about ten thousand? That's a possibility. (laughs) That's a possibility. Link in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Not really. I'm not going to link any of this. <laughs> right. I um, did like I did like the soundtrack though, especially with the hip hop. Yeah, this is one of my favorite soundtracks. If I made another uh, anime soundtrack list or like three by three, I think this might be on it. It's probably fair to say that. Sounds good. Yeah, Katanagatari. That was our Katanagatari review. We all basically enjoyed it despite danny's busy schedule we all (laughs) (laughs) we all uh do recommend it everybody should watch it great show 2010 katana and this has been the anime summit podcast cheerio